And welcome to a very special week of the nightly news. We're going to call it Freedom Week, Ted. And I do feel the winds of freedom blowing the in the country right now. Happy Monday, my friend. You know, you call it a, a very special nightly nude celebration of freedom. Story of my life. 24-7, 365, 73.7 years sober. I'm telling you, Keith, these are hallelujah moments, so let's share it with we the people who celebrate truth, logic, common sense, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that really controversial thing, the U.S. Constitution. Yeah, you know, and I, I know your brain runs like mine, and so I'm going to try to keep you harnessed, because uh, this- Good luck! Good yeah, luck! I, I understand. I, I, I want to talk about the Supreme Court and justice this week. And I want to start with the Second Amendment case that came down uh, the New York uh, Rifle and Pistol Association against the state. And just to give our, our listeners just a little bit of a background in the state of New York, you only have the right to maintain and keep a weapon at home. And if you want to get a permit to carry your weapon in public, you had to show a very heightened um, problem. Like need, it wasn't a need. You had to prove right. need. And, and self-defense wasn't a justifiable need. It had to be greater than that. And so what, you know what, Ted, I'd just like to start with, I'm going to read what the court said on that. And then I want you to give us your take. Here's what uh, Justice Thomas wrote. The constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right subject to an entirely different body of rules other than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating a government officer some special need to a government officer some special need. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It's not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him. And it's not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. That almost sounds like Ted Nugent wrote that. Well, if I may, on behalf of our reasonably intelligent, historically researched, we the people Americans, I would like to offer the following. Duh. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me, Keith. With all due respect to the Supreme Court justices for finally going one plus one equals two, let the guitar player clarify. And everybody might want to write this down, record it, put it on a suppository and shove it up somebody's ass. The U.S. Constitution was written, especially the Bill of Rights, identifying God-given individual rights. And I could wax poetic extensively on this, but I'll keep it real simple for my nightly nuge truth mongers out there, because I'm a truth monger, truth, logic, and common sense. The First Amendment was written down because if anybody wanted to play King George in the future, we had a list of God-given individual rights that we can say what we want to say, choose our own religion, have security from the government intrusion, jackbooted thugs out of the patriot and brave heart, and be able to protest if our elected employees ever got out of line. Duh! And guess what, Keith and my friends in America? Nobody needs an, a, a permit. Nobody needs government paperwork or a, or a license for the First Amendment. The First Amendment is good on U.S. soil. 
Let's go to the Second Amendment now, shall we? Hey, U.S. Supreme Court, you might want to write this down. In the Constitution, it says, any rights herein not enumerated are up to the states. The Second Amendment is enumerated. And like the First Amendment, it's good for all Americans on U.S. soil without paperwork or licenses or permits. It is good for free Americans without any infringements. And keep and bear can only mean one thing. It's mine and I've got it on me wherever I may roam. So God bless SCOTUS, but I think the guitar player actually has a better grasp of the concept of God-given individual rights as guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution, drive safely. You know what? Uh, all you listeners of the Nightly News, obviously, Ted and I thank you. Um, I hope you take time to, to actually read the opinion that Justice Thomas wrote and more importantly realize it's because we had the right people appointing three conservative Supreme Court justices that you get decisions like this. And I would ask you to please join Ted and I at HunterNation.org. Go to HunterNation.org. Ted, why is that important? Well, we have to circle the conservative wagons because most Americans believe in rugged individualism, entrepreneurial man in the arena, putting your heart and soul into being the best that you can be. God, family, country, constitution, bill of rights, Ten Commandments, Golden Rule, Declaration of Independence, work ethic, law, and order good over evil, but we're not being represented because we haven't voted as a meaningful army. HunterNation.org. Please circle the wagons with us and get out there and get everybody in your life to pledge to vote at HunterNation.org. We have to be an army of conservative voters to send the message, don't tread on me anymore. Come back tomorrow night because we're going to talk about another Supreme Court decision that's getting a lot of talk in the media and public today. We're going to talk about the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Come back tomorrow night for some more truth, logic, and common sense from none other than Ted Nugent.